Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290-800-693-8290-800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide, your inside look into combat sports. Ring Talk Live Worldwide is brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC. Nunez's hands are down, and she's walking Ronda down. She tags her again. Over and over. Amanda Nunez. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio, and internet history. If I can't teach you one way, I'll teach you another. But I'm going to get the job done. Pedro Fernandez. Thomas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen. Emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar sports byline studios. Check it. This is WBC Boxing TV and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Often imitated, but never duplicated. 37, make that 38 plus years now of knocking out all bums. Who am I? My name is Pedro Fernandez. Welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. I am your host. I'm also an award-winning writer as well as a four-time Golden Glove champion. So supposedly, allegedly, people think I know a little bit about boxing. But I've always found out the average fan probably knows more. So I'm going to open up the toll-free at the top of this hour just for you. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Our guest in this hour of Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV is the... uh, the WBC president, I didn't say Jose Suleiman, I said Mauricio Suleiman. Straight up, Mauricio will be here in a little while. Hour number two, we'll look into the, should there be a retirement age for boxers? I'm going to bring in Dr. Netan Seti, of course, the head doctor for the New York State Athletic Commission, and I'll ask him those questions. Of course, a lot of questions in the world of boxing regarding concussions and all kinds of crazy stuff. So we'll talk medical with Dr. Seti in hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV. Now, I've got the text line here. The text line here in the studio. If you want to text us, you can. The number is 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. Well, bit of an upset last night. Actually, a 21 upset. Gerald Washington, the former cruiserweight champion, a Marine, was supposed to show up to fight Mr. Coffee. Well, Michael Coffee was undefeated in 12 fights. Bottom line was his coffee was spilled last night. We'll talk about that in depth in the next segment of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Coming to you on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio. Of course, live video via Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel. This is Ring Talk.
went online to switch your car insurance to Progressive so you could save money. But then you saw a friend request from an old summer camp buddy. And now here you are, clicking through photos of his kickball team from 2011. Oh, looks like they won the championship that year. Then he moved to Tulsa. Oh, a new tattoo. Yes, they said it was easy to save hundreds on car insurance with Progressive, but they forgot about the rest of the Internet. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates national average savings by new customer surveyed who saved in 2019. Time for your small business report presented by Dell Small Business. You can increase the return on investment of your marketing assets by repurposing them. Transform each one into at least two or three different assets to save time and effort that you can devote to other things. A blog post can become several social media messages and vice versa. A brochure can turn into a blog post and an infographic. Be sure to look for multiple ways you can use each asset and reach customers in different ways. And that's your Dell Small Business Report. Enjoy a powerful business upgrade with Dell Technologies Black Friday and July event. Get amazing savings with up to 50% off high-performance computers and tech built for business and be able to take your office with you with Windows 10 Pro. Plus, get great offers on Dell servers, monitors, docks, and more, all with easy financing options through Dell Financial Services. Call 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. And speak to a Dell Technologies advisor today. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800 449 1759. The double play! It's baseball season, and you're ready to go all out. So you ordered the essentials to make game day a success. Like a jersey, a power recliner, and a bigger screen. And you used your Bank of America customized cash rewards credit card, choosing to earn 3% cash back on online shopping. Rewards that you put toward an essential piece of the celebration. An air horn. Apply for yours at bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding. Copyright 2021, Bank of America Corporation. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. But he has a shock in store for him. He has two great chances, Slim and none, and Slim's out of town. They didn't tell Johnny Rice that last night. Johnny Rice coming to us from L.A., an L.A. native, former Marine, served some time in Afghanistan, 34 years old, six foot five, 268 pounds. Not the skinniest guy in the entire world, okay, but he was ripped and he was ready and he was in shape. They called him at the last minute to replace Gerald Washington, the former cruiserweight champion, uh, who was older than George Washington, I kid you not, in the world of uh, pugilism, I kid you not, he's like 40 years old, and of course, 
This was supposed to be a type of test, some type of test for Michael Coffey. Michael Coffey came in at 12 and 0, had a bunch of knockouts. He was a good looking stud. I mean, they were pushing him on the PBC end of this to be an opponent eventually. I didn't think he was ever going to be a, a super fighter or like a world champion or anything like that, but I thought he was going to put himself in a position to make some money as an opponent, okay? Not going to happen. Last night he got lit up like the White House Christmas tree. I'm telling you, Johnny Rice came in at the last minute replacing Washington, knocked him out in the fifth round. TKO and five referees said he had enough. Um, the coffee was spilled from the bell. From the first bell, I mean, he just got lit up, and it just kept it just kept going on, on. I keep saying, "When's this guy going to come back? When's this guy going to do something? When's this guy?" He just he never got in track. He never Michael Coffey never got on track. And of course, um, the young man had coming off. He I think he lost a couple of fights. Johnny Rice with a record. Get this: the record is unheralded, fourteen and six now, one draw and ten KOs. So he came in at at uh, thirteen and six. Yeah, you know, he said that he hadn't tried in some fights or didn't try to close the show, and he realized that he was in great shape for this fight, and he wasn't a last-minute replacement. Yes, he was. They called him at the last minute. But he wasn't a last-minute replacement. How could that be if he was a last-minute replacement and he wasn't? Because he was in shape. He was training. He said he sparred like 20 rounds the previous Friday. 20 rounds. Man, I was doing a heavyweight doing 20 rounds. So when I saw him about the third or the fourth round, and I saw that he was relaxed, and, like you know, this is like a sparring, okay? I said to myself, upset in the making, no doubt about it. Um, Mr. Coffey's going to get lit up tonight. Of course, Al Heyman wasn't happy about that. And, of course, it was a big... Uh, a bit of a cancellation. I think Connor Ben and uh, was it Connor Ben and, and Adrian Granados were going to headline that card. Anyway, a couple of fights were KO'd this weekend because of COVID. Of course, the the world title fight between the 135 pound champion I'm talking about Diafimo Lopez and George Cambosis looks like that's been pushed off to October now. Of course, it started in June. It was supposed to go in August. Now it's going to go in October. That's wasted time on the champion's uh, slate. But then again, he had COVID, so maybe he needs a time off. Who knows? Anyway, bottom line is, fighter of the week, fighter of the month, fighter of the year thus far. Got to give him props. He came with, they didn't give him a, I didn't give him a scintilla of a chance. I'm talking about Johnny Rice. And Johnny spells his name J-O-N-N-I-E. Uh, so more power to you, my brother, TKO5 over a Michael uh, Coffee. Now, another shocker, and the only shocker was, how did this guy from China ever win a title? His name is Zhu Can. I mean, he was a WBA featherweight title holder for a minute, I guess. Anyway, Lee Wood lit him up last night. If they were gay, it would have been domestic violence. That's how bad he beat up on this guy. Towards the end, especially. And the, and the, and the, the Asian fighter came in like a, with, with, with only three knockouts and like 15 something, you know, a lot of wins, only three knockouts. I mean, he was a, he was a gunfighter coming to a gunfight with a knife. And you don't usually win that way. And yeah, somehow he pulled off a WBA title. That must have been some, uh, some chicanery going on there over in, in China because this guy, he couldn't win the gloves here. He couldn't win. He could, no, nah, he couldn't win nothing. I'm talking about Zoo Can. Anyway, Lee Wood is all, uh, and him and Barry Hearn are like puff, puffing their chest out this net that they beat this, this guy from Asia, stopped him in the 12th round. But it wasn't much. Believe me, it just wasn't much. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. You're inside looking to the world of boxing, MMA. Mauricio Suleiman joins us in a few minutes, and of course, I will talk to Mauricio about the 135-pound division. Of course, what's happening with that? We've got Devin Haney, we've got uh, Ryan Garcia. Is he still on leave? Is he coming back? I mean, we'll talk about all the different principles of 135. The new division, the Bridgeweight division, of course, 224 pounds, which I was clamoring for for a long time because heavyweights are like 250 pounds now. I mean, I mean, like, look at that USC route that they had a few months ago. Stephen Miocic, fine Golden Glove champion. I think he was the Ohio State 
Golden Glove boxing champion. Of course, he also had some wrestling and a good, good fighter, no doubt about it. He was a USC heavyweight champion. But when he fought Francis Ngannou and gave up 35 pounds, it was like no contest. You just looked at these guys. It was like man versus beast. And I mean, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, and, and, and Stephen Miocic was the man. He was immortal here. He was sacrificed. There was no way in the world he could ever beat that guy. And now he's talking about wanting to get a rematch. Of course, Francis Ngannou, I'm bringing up the USC just for a second here before we go to the break. But I'm bringing up the USC because Francis Ngannou is their star. He's the heir apparent to greatness, I think. He's, he's unbeatable as far as the UFC is concerned. And where I see the crossover is I think he might be unbeatable at heavyweight as far as a boxer is concerned. And why do I say that? He's got some boxing skills. I think he had, I don't know, 8 or 10 or 12 fights or something like that as a pro, as a professional boxer. He had that over in France. Not the greatest, the, the biggest talent pool over there in France in order to gauge what kind of fighter he really was. But he's matured. That first fight with Miochi, he lost it because he went, went taken to the ground. He didn't know what to do on the ground. He thought he was going to be able to stand up the entire time. That didn't happen. At the end of the day, this guy is a killer in the world of the UFC, but they don't want to match him with John Jones. Why is it John Jones is going to wait out his career? I think Francis Ngannou should wait, wait out his contract. I think it expires in February. And I think if Ngannou can wait out his contract, he should wait out his contract too. Because you know what Dana White did to him this week? Dana White announced a, uh, or, or is going to have a, a, a interim heavyweight title fight next week because Francis Ngannou wasn't ready to go in August. That's what he said. So Derek Lewis is going to take on some undefeated lad, 13-0, 13-wax. That's going to go down next week, UFC 265 or something like that. And uh, at the end of the day, that's all I'm going to talk about in the world of combat sports as far as the world of mixed martial arts is concerned today. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, checking your inside look into the world of boxing and MMA. want to mention... 61 years ago today, Henry Tillman was born. Who is Henry Tillman? He's a 1984 Olympic gold medalist. I think he won the NABF title as a heavyweight, but didn't capture a heavyweight title uh, as a professional. But as an amateur, he beat Mike Tyson not once but twice in the box offs, of course. Uh, well, it was <laughs> quite a feat. I think he got knocked down in each fight. But the bottom line is he beat Mike Tyson on points twice. Didn't meet Mike Tyson as a pro. But when we were together at the Olympic Training Center in May of 1984 when I was Rocking and rolling in my pride, baby. Anyway, um, we were training, and we are getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning to run. I mean, like 5 to 5 o'clock, and, and they would bang, bang on the door like about 4.45. Bam, bam, bam. Like in case you didn't know you were getting up to run. Anyway, so you get up to run about 5.15. You get out there. You get on the bus. They take you somewhere, or anyway, they take you somewhere, and, it, and it's like 5.15, 5.30. You're out there running, right? And it's snowing. It's like 30 degrees, 37 degrees, and it's snowing in Colorado Springs, okay? Now, Colorado Springs is weird because at noon that same day, it was like 65 degrees and the sun was shining. I kid you not, 65 degrees and the sun was shining. So at the end of the day, Henry Tillman, the eventual Olympic gold medalist, would get up at 11 o'clock. Oh, he used to kill me. I get up at 5 a.m., but he'd get up at 11. He wouldn't even have breakfast. He would go do his home, go do his road work, and then he'd go back and he'd have breakfast for lunch. And, of course, I would be coming back from lunch, and he would just be getting up. The bottom line was he won the eventual, eventual gold medal. I guess the Olympic committee knew exactly what they were doing. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, checking your inside look into the world of boxing and MMA. Coming up next. Next, El Presidente, Mauricio Suleiman of the World Boxing Council. Don't forget, the WBC has their own website, an interactive website. Everything you can imagine in the world of boxing and more, dieting, you name it, it's all going down, WBCboxing.com. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV.
travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. You're listening to Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC. Right here on Sports Byline. Soul side of town, mighty Tower of Power. Don't forget they are at TowerofPower.com. We take it south of the border and bring in the president of the World Boxing Council. And, of course, I've written this down so I do not say Jose Suleiman. Mauricio Suleiman, how are you this morning, sir? Fine, fine. I'm very well, Pedro. Thank you very much. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. How's Mama? She's doing great. Uh, she's simply beautiful and beautiful. Lucky you. You're so fortunate. Okay, let's talk Canelo Alvarez. Of course, Canelo Alvarez, the WBC champion, 168 pounds. The uh, world champion, 168, with the exception of the WBA belt. Caleb Plant holds that. Is this fight on or off? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, they have been very, very secretive. 
everything is very silent. Mm-hmm. Canelo Alvarez uh, expressed in December when he won the WBC Super Middleweight title that uh, he had a desire to become undisputed in that division, be the first undisputed Latino fighter ever. But uh, and he, he has then uh, defeated the WBO champion, mm-hmm. and now he's got only the IBF to go, and he's just waiting. Uh, we are waiting to see if he will fight Caleb Plant or not. Okay. Good. That, that's good. You know, I was looking, um, somebody told me this week that, that, that Julio Cesar Chavez, a great Mexican legend, and Roberto Duran are getting together. And somebody said to me, they saw a picture of them standing in the ring next to each other. They're not going to fight each other. They're going to do a contender type of TV show Is it coming out of Mexico. Have you heard this? Yes, yes. I was with them a couple of weeks ago when they started uh, shooting some promos. They look great. They're so enthused. And uh, they are very interested in, in giving back to the sport so much after they have been such an influential, uh, legendary champion. So I'm very happy for them, and I'm sure it will be a great success. You know, if you look at boxing, the fact that I was looking back at some of the WBC rankings and this and that back in the 70s, um, Roberto Duran was ranked at 126 pounds before he moved up to 135 pounds. Of course, he captured that title. He started at 122. He eventually uh, fought as high and won championships as high as 160 pounds. You know, when you talk about the greatest fighters of all time, he has to be mentioned. Absolutely. Duran is one of the greatest ever in the whole history of the sport. Little hands of stone, no doubt about that. Now, um, David Benavidez is going to take on Jose. How do you say this last guy, this guy's last name? Uza, how do you say it? Uskategi. Uskategi. Okay, I got that. Uskategi. I'll get that right. Anyway, David Benavidez, the heir apparent to greatness at 168 pounds. Um, any chance of, of this fight being, uh, pulled and maybe Benavides or, or, or Jose stepping in for Caleb Plant? Do you know anything? No rumors at all coming out of this at all? No, no, I haven't heard. And you know what? I don't trust. I don't like rumors. Okay. I don't like to go with uh, what is being said. There's so much fake news already (laughs) in the world. So if we go and and use it in boxing, it's just a waste of time. You know, know, Mauricio. Canelo Alvarez is a champion. He's in a voluntary stage. He can do whatever he wants because there is no mandatory contender. And we will support whatever... um, uh, fight he decides to take. Okay. Uh, of course, if he wants to do the un- ultimate uh, unification, that would be great. If he wants to do another fight, we would support him as well. Speaking of fake news, somebody, a good friend of mine said to me yesterday, he goes, you know, Pete, this vaccine that you took is not FDA approved. I said, you mean the Food and Drug Administration? He goes, yeah. I go, yes, it is. I said, everything that we take, every vaccine is approved by the Food and Drug Administration. But that just shows you some of the crazy talk going out there that the vaccine wasn't approved by the Food and Drug Administration when it was. No, that's crazy. You, Everybody would go to jail. <laughs> uh, I mean, you, you cannot sell a candy. I mean, nothing can go above the FDA, and it takes a long process for approval. And now that you talk about vaccine, uh, I like that you do because – I would like to encourage everyone to go ahead and work together to get the world back to normal. We all need to get the vaccination. Uh, When I was hesitant at the very beginning, my wife simply told me, would you rather experience the effect of the vaccine 
or you want to risk it and experience the effect of COVID-19 and perhaps die. So that's very powerful. We start uh, in August uh, today, starting the month. Every WBC ring official, everybody, every supervisor, any member of the WBC needs to be vaccinated in order to work. If uh, you are a judge or a referee and you're not vaccinated, the WBC will not have your name in the list. And we're going to start the process with the boxers. Of course, there are certain countries that do not have access to vaccine. Mm -hmm. But if you live in a country that has vaccine available, you have to do that. Uh, and work with together with humanity. This is something that is not it's not a game. We're seeing the third and the fourth wave, and uh, I don't want to go back to to homeschooling and see my kids go through this all over again. You know, I, I look back and I think about Eddie Cotton, the referee. Of course, he he refereed Mike Tyson and Lennox Lewis. But I think it was in Kentucky or somewhere like anyway back in the in the South, and that was back in the day. He passed a little bit less than a year ago from the the coronavirus, and, and there was no vaccine available for him. You hear what I'm saying? So he didn't have a choice, but there are people nowadays that have a choice, and I don't know why you want to risk, like, dying or getting really sick inside of because of maybe political reasons. I don't get it. That's, that's the issue, that with so much uncertainty, uh, just play it safe. I mean, if, if you are vaccinated, still you have to be cautious and wear the mask. I mean, there's no hurry. Uh, we have lived a great life and there's so many uh, happy moments ahead in everyone's future. Just uh, let this pass, be intelligent, get your vaccine, wear your mask, protect your family, protect your loved ones, your friends, and uh, we will together make it out. This is so unfair to have someone go through a process and then the guy next to you ignore it and then be buying to go to a hospital and die. Mm. So many beautiful, dear people uh, who did not have the option to have a vaccine passed away. Okay. So many people have suffered all over the world. We should all work together. And if you have a different belief, then okay, but stay home. <laughs> don't go out and don't, don't, don't be part of the continuation of a new wave. Well put, no doubt about it. The WBC President Mauricio Suleiman is on the line from Mexico City, of course, the President of the World Boxing Council. You can always check out their interactive website at wbcboxing.com. Um, the WBC opened an office in Dubai. In Dubai, I was in Dubai for two weeks with Harold Smith. Of course, you remember Harold Smith. And I, I had food poisoning, Mauricio, and I was in the hospital in Dubai. I went down there for a vacation and to do a TV gig and ended up spending like three days in the hospital. Well, I didn't have a fun time in Dubai. Well, you're you're too fragile, Pedro. You get sick everywhere. Come on. <laughs> I'm old. Yes, yes, you're an old. So so tell me about so tell me about the WBC opening office in Dubai. Why? Well, we have uh the WBC Middle East Council, okay. which is the 10th uh affiliated uh, federation to the WBC. The president is Amir Khan. We have put together a great team to develop boxing in the Middle East. So we began with the office in Dubai. Uh, coming soon will be Qatar and Bahrain. Uh, we have had great activity in, uh, in Pakistan, and uh, we visited the Pope with a representative in Iraq. So this is the opening of uh, a new market 
most of these countries do not have professional boxing yet. So we're helping them to establish a professional uh, boxing commission, uh, training ring officials, doctors, administration of a boxing commission, of course, uh, supporting gymnasiums, opening, opening, opening up gymnasiums. And the idea is to help uh, these 16 countries to generate boxing and to start and to not go, because now what you see in the Middle East, you go, you have a, a big promotion, you go go there, get the money and you're out and you don't leave anything for the, for the society. What we are doing is the reverse. We're going in there from the roots to start gyms, to start boxing, to help them develop, just like as we did in China since 2002. And uh, we're very enthused. And Amir Khan has been a great uh, ambassador. He's very happy, very mm -hmm. active. And we have, as I said, a great team together working on this. Okay, WBC President Mauricio Suleiman is our guest, of course, on the WBC website. You've got nutrition, a nutrition committee, fat-burning foods. I think i got to check this one out. I've gained 14 pounds, and I stopped running about six weeks ago, Mauricio. I got lazy. I stopped running, as you know, and, and I've gained 14 pounds, so I'm back on the road tomorrow. Yes, yes, you have to do that. Uh, uh, when you take uh, discipline out of the equation, it, it, it gets very difficult. So it's a matter of understanding that uh, wellness, both physical and mental, is so important, but you have to work on it. Uh, this morning, my son woke me up at, at 8 o'clock and said, Dad, let's go. And we went to train boxing with Jose Luis Bueno. Mm -hmm. And uh, every day of the week, I walk. If I cannot walk, then I do a little bicycle in my house. But uh, you have to watch what you do and what you eat. And you can be a very happy doing the the healthy things I, I remember i remember your father would say to me he goes you eat like a bird i said <laughs> I, I said godfather if i ate anymore i said i'd be fat i mean i just would and as far as is getting sick you're right i haven't gotten sick in a few countries but i've been to 34 countries so i guess the odds you're going to get sick in a couple of them of course and i was just joking okay luke uh, Cam luke campbell <laughs> former wbc guy retired announces retirement um, he's not an old guy. He's quitting and he's quitting like 31 years old. It's a good decision. Uh, when your body says something and your mind listens, you have to act. Uh, boxers usually stay too long in the sport. Any fighter who retires, uh, you have to support and praise him. And, uh, we're going to reach out to Luke and offer him to be an ambassador of the WBC. Uh, just as uh, we have done with several others. And he was a great, great representative of the sport. Fought toe-to-toe uh, -to -toe with uh, Lomachenko. Was mm -hmm. very close of becoming WC World Champion. He was a silver champion, international champion. And he's a real nice kid, a, a role model for society. No doubt about that. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV. We've got a text line. If you want to text us here in the studio, you can. 415 275 1613, that's 415 275 1613. Live on Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel. A split screen between myself and, of course, the Sulemans, both Mauricio and his this late father. I'm talking about the godfather himself, Jose Suleiman. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Twitch.tv, Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio Channel 217, SportsByline.com. I can keep going, but the bottom line is you know where you're at.
It's baseball season, and you're ready to go all out. So you ordered the essentials to make game day a success, like a jersey, a power recliner, and a bigger screen. And you used your Bank of America customized cash rewards credit card, choosing to earn 3% cash back on online shopping. Rewards that you put toward an essential piece of the celebration, an air horn. Apply for yours at bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding. Copyright 2021, Bank of America Corporation. If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com. Now. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812 800-215-6812 That's 800-215-6812 Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. I hope that you understand that that one single person, not one single committee, can do anything for boxing. It is absolutely necessary that we all get together, we work together, we respect each other, we like and love each other. The Fab Four, the Beatles, what are they doing? They're singing happy birthday. So we sing a belated birthday to Don Jose Suleiman. Of course, May 30th, I believe he would have turned 90 years old. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. On the line from Southern, from Mexico City, the current WBC president, the son of the aforementioned Don Jose Suleiman, Mauricio Suleiman. And Mauricio, what's happening with 135 pounds? 
Well, um, as you know, um, Teofimo Lopez uh, contracted COVID-19, so his fight with Cambosos had to be postponed. And uh, we have a new interim champion, uh, Ronnie Rios, defeated... Uh, um, okay, okay, yeah, we're here... Uh, <laughs> no, no, no worry about it. So, so here, I, my question to you was, was Tiafimo and his team, were they vaccinated? I have no idea. Uh, we have not received any communications from their side. I guess they were not. Uh, and uh, hopefully he will be back and be healthy. We have concerns on, on any fighter who has had uh, COVID-19. Uh, we have seen many champions lose. Uh, Berchelt. Luke Campbell had COVID-19, um, Povetkin, um, Neri, Bokachok. So it's a tendency. If, if you have had COVID-19, it's a red red light that you have to address. And there should be additional testing uh, for those who have contracted the, the virus. I remember looking at these huge heavyweights at a heavyweight title fight one time. He was like 260 pounds. Looking at the Klitschko's. And, and saying to your father, you know, these guys are huge. These guys are huge. They're too big for anybody else. It's not fair for a guy 205 pounds to have to fight a guy 260 pounds. And he looked at me and he thought that was pretty, you know, he, he could see that. And then, of course, now we've got the bridge weight division. It's 200, is it 224 pounds or less? Exactly, 224 to 200. Uh, and we're using 24 pounds because it's exact uh, measurement with the British 16 uh, stones. So um, the first fight is going to be September 17th for the world title. Uh, we have Rivas against Jennings uh, opening up boxing in Canada after this uh, difficult year. And we're very happy uh, it's coming. Uh, we have a silver champion and mandatory. So there should be great activity in the bridge away division. Okay. Mauricio, do you think professionals should be able to fight in the Olympics? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, the Olympic letter is intended to develop athletes from all over the world to conquer Olympic glory, to win a medal for their country. And uh, the Olympic Games have been a great platform in boxing for legendary champions to shine in the amateur ranks and then move on to professional boxing start with a four, six, eight-round fight with a ten rounds, then move on and win championships. How fair is it to see a very solid world champion uh, go to the Olympics and compete against a young amateur fighter from any country? could be a strong country or, or a, or a uh, you know, Dominic. not great boxing country. That's killing the sport. That's killing the the essence of amateur boxing and Olympic boxing. Uh, but that's not what is important. The important thing is it's very dangerous. Boxing is not a game. In the Olympics, you can have golf and tennis and basketball and soccer and, uh, and enjoy a great exhibition by the best of the world. But in boxing, you cannot play boxing. So you can see something uh, tragic happen and we will never allow and support because there is no limits. If they said, okay, there we accept professionals 
with certain uh, parameters, then it's different. Like if they say we can allow four rounders or maybe six rounders to compete, it's okay. But if they say any professional fighter and the result has been very clear, Canelo refused, Manny Pacquiao refused, Amir Khan, uh, every single professional star, every boxer has said, I am not going to go to the Olympics and hurt a young kid. That, that would be blood in my, in my hands. And I will not, uh, I, I'm past that. Uh, the Olympics are for young kids, for upcoming stars. So that's a very easy response. When I took part in the Olympic trial process, war, the world champion at that point in time was Aaron Pryor, the Hawk Pryor. Okay, the last thing this three-round kid needed was going against Aaron Pryor. I mean, <laughs> it was crazy. But that's what that's what that's what they've opened the they've opened the door for this. And I think the WBA has been part of that. Well, I don't talk about others. Uh, we talk what of what we do. Okay, it's is grateful to. To support a movement to attempt against uh, exactly what you said, I asked Oscar De La Hoya. Oscar, what do you think the young Oscar De La Hoya who won the medal, what would happen if he had to face you, the eight-time world champion in the ring? He said, oh, I would kill myself. I would. I, uh, it's impossible. It's something that cannot happen. It's very simple, very clear, but... Uh, you know, they can do something. They can have the Olympic competition for the medals, and they could put a world championship fight every night, and that would be interesting. And people can see great boxing, but professional against professional, and not risk a professional against amateur. Okay. Frank Warren put a lot of money in amateur boxing in the UK. I did that about 10, 10 12 years ago, and it paid off for him. There's been no investment in amateur boxing in the United States by anybody per se. Why? That's a problem. Uh, uh, Olympic boxing in the USA and in many countries, this is a AIBA ruined the sport uh, 20 years ago. The very bad administration uh, with the bad results when Roy Jones was robbed and the scandals and the corruption. Uh, so network TV sponsors... Uh, started uh, fading away from boxing. And USA Boxing is trying to do a good job, and they work hard. But without support, without funds, without uh, the industry uh, supporting the amateur movement, is very difficult. Uh, you need to have uh, training facilities. You need to have scouting. You need to do tournaments. You need to go out and have international competitions. So... I am hoping that uh, after these Olympics, the world would get together and, and, and make it clear that uh, boxing has to continue in the Olympic Games. It is guaranteed for Paris, but then there's uncertainty after Paris if boxing will remain in the Olympic Games. However, they just released a great statement uh, confirming that uh, the world uh, Google search, yeah, uh, boxing is number four all around the world. So that's a great uh, uh, position telling the world and the IOC that boxing is very important and interest for, for everyone in the world. Unanimous decision for boxing. Global search data reveals boxing is the fourth most powerful Olympic sport, Tokyo 2020. Check that story out on the front page of WBCBoxing.com. Now, the heavyweight champion is going to do his thing, of course, to talk about Tyson Fury. Now, 
you know, these fights keep getting canceled because of COVID reasons and COVID reasons. I mean, um, is anybody going to step up like an athletic commission? I mean, if you sign a contract and you've got millions of dollars on the line, all these people are going to be there and the musicians have to be there. The ushers for the arena has to be there. The arena has to be there. The guy selling the popcorn has to be there. Everybody has to be there. And then you get COVID or you don't take the vaccine, you get COVID and the fight doesn't happen. You've basically screwed over a lot of people money wise. You see my point? So are we, is there going to be, do you think there's going to be clauses in contracts now where you have to be vaccinated? Are we going to that? Well, um, as I said, we are, we're starting a process within the WBC. You know, promoters have struggled so hard. They worked so hard during the pandemic. They did the bubbles. They did uh, such an investment. It has become very expensive for the promoters mm -hmm. because they perform a lot of uh, testing and uh, protocols and they cannot sell tickets. So it's been very difficult road. And now that we are almost there, we have uh, fights being canceled because combatants contracted COVID. I mean, you can contract it uh, by accident, but uh, there's many ways to be very, very cautious. And I think that everybody should understand if, you, if that's the way you're making your living, uh, they should not take any risk and be much more strict on what they do. I mean, they go in camp for two, three months and then, by one stupid mo movement, they risk it all. Everybody should get a vaccine. Everybody should be cautious because they can ruin their career and the livelihood uh, of many. Yeah, without a doubt. Now, my blood is green. My heart is gold. That is the WBC website, WBC website, WBCboxing.com. One last thing. When... When you look at the entire amateur program here in the United States, the fact that it's not funded by anybody in particular and the government hasn't gotten behind it, and you say IBA, EBA, whatever, those people ruined it about 20 years ago, what's the comeback? Do we need corporate involvement? or is it, I mean, what's going to happen here? I don't know. I know uh, the WBC started a, a amateur committee many years ago. We have served as a platform to support uh, different countries and different uh, groups and different promoters. It has been a very nice uh, venture. Uh, amateur boxing is beautiful. It's all about family. Uh, the competitions we have had, the Greenbelt Challenge, you see all the families come out, and it's a great moment, uh, great passion, and it has been very gratifying. Mm -hmm. uh, every country has their own group for amateurs, so... Uh, there has to be some leadership. I, 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 if the promoters would get together and form a group, and they could even do like uh, the drafts that they do in other sports, mm -hmm. and that could be a great uh, opportunity for promoters to find talent and support amateurs and then get the future champions from that process. Okay. But uh, it is difficult. There, there has to be a strong leader on top of everything and... Uh, uh, and to get people in the same state mind and, and the same principles and values. You know, amateur boxing is about the sport. It's about the, the fighters. Professional boxing is about the business. So there has to be a combination uh, of people to take care of the amateurs because without a good amateur program, then the professional uh, side 
is going to, for sure, suffer consequences. Okay. I got around a minute and a half before the break, Mauricio. Is there anything I didn't bring up you want to talk about? Well, I think it's been a great program. Uh, there's a good close of the year. We have Pacquiao against Spence coming up, uh, waiting for Canelos. Uh, we have uh, Wilder against Fury, the third fight coming mm-hmm. up in October. Uh, many other fights. Valdez is going to defend his title. The first Bridge of World title, a fight in Japan with a mini flyweight champion. So there's great activity. Women are booming. Uh, we are, uh, uh, we're going to start uh, doing a, a report on the scoring system that we have been working for two years that should help and change the judges. Uh, uniform thinking. So there's many things. We're working all over the place and the social responsibility programs are doing very well. I'm just very happy and very active. Ladies and gentlemen, Mauricio Suleiman, the son of Don Jose Suleiman, my buddy, president of the World Boxing Council. Mauricio, have a good day and don't forget, kiss mama for me. Thank you so much. God bless and have a great Sunday. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV. Of course, the WBC has their interactive website. Check it out. WBCBoxing.com. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. I just don't Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic. And maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your or airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. 
I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Hey, Pedro, how you doing? And good evening to everybody out there listening to the show. Wow, Gennaro Hernandez, El Chicanito, of course, that was a surprise. My producer does things to surprise me every once in a while, and that was a bit of a shock there. Of course, man, Gennaro Hernandez, we're going to say, why isn't he not in the World Boxing Hall of Fame, the International Boxing Hall of Fame? Check this out. The only guys he ever lost to was Floyd Mayweather and Oscar De La Hoya. And Oscar, he went into that fight with a broken nose. Shane, nose, Shane Mosley broke his nose about two weeks before in sparring, and they didn't cancel the fight because, you know, the money and the event and all that kind of good stuff. But the bottom line was Gennaro's only lost two fights in his entire life as a professional, had 30-something fights, and he's not in the International Boxing Hall of Fame even though he is a world champion. And uh, that just doesn't seem right. Anyway, talk to me about that. 1-800-878-7529. Does Gennaro belong in the World Boxing Hall of Fame? You tell me. I think he does. The International Boxing Hall of Fame and the World Boxing Hall of Fame. Of course, one's in, located in California, the World Boxing Hall of Fame, and the International Boxing, Boxing Hall of Fame is located in Canada, New York. Now, hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV. I'm going to bring a doc. That's right, our ringside doc. I'm talking about the... Top doctor in the New York State Athletic Commission, Dr. Netan Seti. We'll talk boxing. We'll talk mandatory retirement ages. We'll talk all kinds of good stuff on the medical side of boxing a little bit later in hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. So, hour number two upcoming after the news. Stay tuned. Stick around. Of course, live to you on Sports Byline, uh, the uh, Sports Byline USA. Of course, the Twitch. Take that back. Let me start this again. We're live on Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel, live on Sirius XM, Satellite Radio Channel 217, iHeartRadio Sirius. I was like, we can go on and on, like a thousand different internet platforms. But the bottom line is, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, WBC Boxing TV, brought to you in part by the World Boxing Council. Stay tuned for hour number two after the news on Sports Byline. USA Radio News with Wendy King. The United States still leads the world with total infections of the coronavirus, according to John Hopkins University. On Saturday, the CDC reported an increase of over 100,000 cases. On CBS's Face the Nation, Dr. Anthony Fauci said, 
the vaccines are working against the Delta variant. If you're vaccinated, you're much, much more protected against getting infected than an unvaccinated who is completely vulnerable. So you have a degree of protection against infection. But the critical issue is that if you do get infected, the likelihood of your getting a severe outcome of the infection is very low. It is much more likely that you will be either without symptoms or minimally symptomatic. So the vaccine is doing what you want it to do. It's protecting people from getting sick. This is USA Radio News. You know, if you feel like you're stuck with a health care plan that isn't affordable or you simply don't like it, Right now is a great time to switch to MediShare. The typical family saves $500 a month when they join MediShare. And what's more, they like it. MediShare has double the customer satisfaction rate compared to the typical health insurance plan. That's double. So you get a massive network of providers to choose from. You get telehealth services. And MediShare is the most trusted name in healthcare sharing. It's been around for more than 25 years, shared more than $4 billion in healthcare bills. Here's why now really is the time to make the switch, too. You can start saving each month, which is huge, but right now they'll waive your joining fee. So you'll save another $170 right off the bat. But again, it's a limited time offer. you got to call now. And it only takes two minutes to find out how much you'd save by switching. Here's the number, 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE, 833-34-BIBLE. Democratic lawmakers are saying they plan to include immigration reform in a budget bill that wouldn't require any Republican votes to pass in the Senate. Republican lawmakers are pushing back against the bill. This idea of putting DACA in the uh, infrastructure package is a terrible idea. Senator Lindsey Graham, after President Biden suggested adding immigration language to the infrastructure budget bill. It could be passed in the Senate through reconciliation with a simple majority. Democratic Senator Dick Durbin said dreamers can't wait any longer. This year, I'm convinced bipartisan immigration negotiations are not going to lead us to where we need to be. Durbin reminded them Republicans used reconciliation in 2005 to pass a measure changing the number of green cards available for immigrants. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said they're still finalizing the legislative text of the bill. You're listening to USA Radio News. Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, and I want to tell you that arthritis is not a genetic thing. It's not a disease of aging. Neither is osteoporosis. Get a hold of my book. It's all in your head. It goes into the 25 different diseases you get when you have osteoporosis of the skull. These are all reversible. You take the healthy bone and joint pack, the MSM, vitamin D3, stay away from all the bad foods, including gluten, and guess what? You'll regrow all your bones, including your skull and your legs and your hips and everything else. Contact us at usaradiohealth.com. That's usaradiohealth.com. California's 3rd District Court of Appeal has struck down a provision in a state law that made it a crime for staff members at nursing homes to willfully and repeatedly fail to use a resident's preferred name or pronouns after clearly being informed of the preferred name or pronoun. In a 3-0 ruling, the court says the provision violates the employee's freedom of speech. It was enacted in 2017 by the state legislature as part of the Lesbian, Gay, Bisexual, and Transgender Long-Term Care Facility Residence Bill of Rights. Intentionally using the wrong name or pronoun was a misdemeanor with a maximum punishment of 180 days in jail and a $2,500 fine. Justice Elena Duarte said, We recognize that misgendering may be disrespectful, discourteous, and insulting. 
and used as an inartful way to express an ideological disagreement with another person's expressed gender identity. She also wrote that the provisions restrict more speech than is necessary to achieve the government's compelling interest in eliminating discrimination. In occurrence, Justice Ronald Roby wrote, "To not call one by the name one prefers or the pronoun one prefers is simply rude, insulting, and cruel." The decision upholds a separate provision mandating that when assigned rooms based on gender, long-term care facilities and their staffs must make decisions based only on a transgender resident's gender identity. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290-800-693-8290-800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide, your inside look into combat sports. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council. There's something else to watch, two men at the highest level battle, and one may be favored over the other, but you never know what's going to happen, and and that's what, that's why boxing is the way it is. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and internet history. He comes on damn near torpedoes full steam ahead. Pedro Fernandez. Thomas y Caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen. Emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar sport by Lion Studios. Check it. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a.k.a. WBC Boxing TV. Often imitated but never duplicated. 37, make that 38 plus years now of being on top. Who am I? My name is Pedro Fernandez. I am your ever so modest host. I'm also a four-time Golden Gloves boxing champion and an award-winning boxing writer. So supposedly, allegedly, I know a little bit about boxing. But guess what? The average fan, you probably know more. So I'll give you this opportunity. I'll open up the toll-free phone line here. Give me a call if you like. one 800 That's 1-800-878-7529. Of course, there's also the guilt-free, no-commitment text line. A little more popular. People don't like going on the air for some reason with me. Uh, The text line number, 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. I'm laughing about people not wanting to go on the air because I remember when Colin Seymour did an article on me for the San Jose Mercury News, I guess it was about 25, 30 years ago. He interviewed a bunch of listeners, and they said they were scared to call me because if they said something stupid, I would, like, flush a toilet on them or something like that. Bottom line is, we don't do that anymore. Not really. But if you call up and do something stupid, I guess we will ask you. Bottom line is, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV. We'll hear from Dr. Netanseti in this hour of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, talking about the 
the perils of boxing. And of course, should there be a mandatory retirement age for a professional pugilist or a mixed martial arts fighter? We'll talk with the New York State Athletic Commission's premier doctor, Dr. Netan Seti, a little bit later in the show. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Tower of power to the break. Time for your small business report presented by Dell Small Business. You can increase the return on investment of your marketing assets by repurposing them. Transform each one into at least two or three different assets to save time and effort that you can devote to other things. A blog post can become several social media messages and vice versa. A brochure can turn into a blog post and an infographic. Be sure to look for multiple ways you can use each asset and reach customers in different ways. And that's your Dell Small Business Report. Enjoy a powerful business upgrade with Dell Technologies Black Friday and July event. Get amazing savings with up to 50% off high-performance computers and tech built for business and be able to take your office with you with Windows 10 Pro. Plus, get great offers on Dell servers, monitors, docks, and more, all with easy financing options through Dell Financial Services. Call 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. And speak to a Dell Technologies advisor today. Hi, Tom Bodette for Motel 6, leaving the light on for families back on the road. Kids in suitcases jammed in the back, earbuds tangled in the dog, heading to see Aunt Jasmine and her rock garden. Admit it, you missed this. And Motel 6 has been missing you. With our clean, comfortable rooms and great low rates, we've been giving families on the move the perfect roadside rest for almost as long as Aunt Jasmine's been putting rocks in her yard. I'm Tom Bodette for Motel 6, and we'll leave the light on for you. Do you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours, any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? Going through a divorce? Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. 800 306 1760. 800 306 1760. See reviews, upfront pricing, and instantly book hundreds of projects. Plus, when you book and pay through Angie, we'll cover your project up to the full purchase price plus limited damage protection with our happiness guarantee. Check out Angie.com, and for more on the happiness guarantee, go to Angie.com forward slash happiness hyphen guarantee dot htm. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez, brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council, right here on Sports Byline. The guitar, the very talented Jeff Tamalier, played with Starship, Tower of Power, Average White Band. Speaking of Tower of Power, 
Brent Carter, my buddy, of course, he is the lead singer currently of the Average White Band or AWB, right? He told me he's be doing a gig. He's doing a gig with Tower of Power sometime like in September in Sacramento, California. So they're getting back together. So I guess Tower of Power doesn't have a lead vocalist as we speak. Um, you know, things happen. They've had like twenty of twenty of them in like their fifty years. But the bottom line is, I think they were hurting for a lead vocalist, and they're bringing back some of the older guys. Of course, him and uh, Mr. Green now. With, I think the the, the uh, Ray Green is now with Santana. Santana stole his last lead singer, Tower of Power's last lead singer, and Ray Green, and took him. Of course, Santana offering the big money compared to Tower of Power. Bottom line is, let's get off the sport of music and get in the sport of boxing. I want to mention the fact that Andre Ward. Um, is not saying whether or not he's going to come back. I don't think he will come back. Of course, I'm talking about the 2004 Olympic gold medalist, undefeated as a light heavyweight and a super middleweight. Of course, broke in, I believe, at about 160 pounds, 162. Had some uh, shaky moments. People thought he had shaky moments as a preliminary fighter. I didn't think so. I just thought he learned how to how to fight. I mean, just learn how to business, learn the pro game. Um, bottom line is, of course, he captured the Super 6 tournament, Showtime Super 6 tournament with all those different fighters, Mikel Kessler, I can go on and on, but the bottom line is, he smoked all those guys, and he went to 175, and the first fight with Kovalev, a bit shaky, but the second fight, no doubt about who was a better fighter that day, no doubt about that. And of course, he retired afterwards. Now, will he come back for the Canelo payday? That's really the big question, and it's a huge payday. In fact, it's such a significant payday that I can't believe that Caleb Plant is going to price himself out of that type of payday because guess what? Things happen. Last night, uh, Johnny, uh, I mean, how can I put this? An upset of un- 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 unbelievable proportions took place last night. Of course, guy didn't have a chance, right? Well, Michael Coffey came in like at a, a 25 or 30 to win the favorite, and he got knocked out. Happens. Five, six rounds happens. You know, the fights have to take place. Yeah, fights on paper look like a route, and I thought this was going to be a route, no doubt about it. But it was a route. Just the other way around. Sometimes guys get it together and give Johnny his props. Last night, he shined, no doubt about that. We'll see where he goes from that point forward. As far as Zing Ma is concerned, of course, I think that like Zing can. Of course, he got stopped for the WBA title last night by Lee Wood, a uh, kid from the U.K., he should be arrested for impersonating a fighter. I mean, I've never seen a guy so feeble in my entire life. How did that guy ever win a boxing match? Ever. I mean, ever. I'm serious. Ever. And he was a WBA champion? Says a lot about the WBA, I guess. Anyway, bottom line is Lee Wood is from the UK, and of course the UK is loving having these champions. Of course, they built up their amateur program, unlike the United States. They didn't build their amateur program. They didn't put any money into it. Frank Warren, I think, dumped about eight or ten million bucks into the amateur program. Must have been about ten, twelve years ago. Of course, guys like Ricky, uh, uh, Ricky Burns, and I mean he. The current Ben, uh, the former Nigel Ben, but the current Connor Ben, of course, who tested positive for COVID in his fight with Adrian Granados was called off yesterday. So at the last minute, bottom line is guys not even when guys get vaccinated, I guess you can get you can get you can test positive for COVID. But the bottom line is you're not going to die. That's what I'm trying to that's what I'm trying to get across here is that you're not going to die. You're not going to end up in the ICU. You might get you might feel a little bit uncomfortable. But guess what? You're not going to die. So the vaccine is worth it. You don't want to die and you don't want to give it to people that are, you know, maybe you're in good health, but you can carry this thing around. If you give it to somebody that's not in good health, you've killed them without knowing. You really don't want to do that, do you? So get vaccinated. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. You're inside. Look into the world of boxing and MMA. Last night, not, not going to say the world of mixed martial arts is not happening as far as the, w, the uh, UFC is concerned because of the fact that they really don't have any stars. I mean, if you don't have any stars, we talked about this before, but if you don't have any stars, what can you do? I mean, you can't keep saying, you know, the UFC belt, the UFC title, this and that, because they never, they never highlight the champions. They only highlight the, uh, the, the, the UFC. 
I mean, the fact that Francis Ngannou is probably the most explosive heavyweight I've ever seen in my life, in my life, as a puncher is concerned. I'm serious. He can put leverage on a punch. He's doing it with four-ounce clubs, of course. But he can put leverage on a punch that can knock anybody out in boxing, wrestling, mixed martial arts, anybody on the planet. He hits you on that chin. I think you're going. That's how hard he is. I don't think he can be stopped as far as punching power is concerned. Of course, then... He's a, and at the current time, he's a UFC champion. But of course, Dana White doesn't want to give him his props, probably doesn't want to give him his money. Guys want to get paid in the UFC. Dana White is against paying guys. I mean, they made $290 million last year. They grossed $290 million. And somebody told me, allegedly, it used to be 8 to 10% of the money went to the UFC fighters. Now it's supposedly up to somewhere around 18%, where the US, where the uh, NFL and the NBA is somewhere around 50%. So it needs to go up a lot, lot, uh, a lot more. Of course, this is pimping. And that's what I'm trying to say. It's pimping in the most egregious, in the most egregious manner. I mean, you can't do much more than turn a guy out. And of course, Dana White's form of matchmaking is you, if you turn down a fight, he puts you in a tougher fight the next time. If you turn down a fight, if you're not ready to fight, oh man, you know, I got an injury, this, that. Dana goes, okay, I remember that. You, you screwed my plans up. So next time, <clears throat> Danny gives it to you and puts you in with a killer. Of course, one or two death fights, uh, death matches after death matches will take their toll on people. And I think by the time guys get built up to the world championship status in the UFC, they're already damaged goods. They're already damaged they're damaged beyond repair. So what I'm trying to tell you is that the longevity is not there. Of course, Stipe Miocic, the former UFC heavyweight champion, he was our longest title holder. I think he defended the title three times. That was a record? Three times? Come on. I think Joe Lewis had like 25 defenses. And the bottom line is it ain't the same because of the fact there's no longevity and they don't want to build guys up to last a long time. They want guys to last, boom, like a firecracker, like a flare. Boom, go off and then done. Go off and then done. Bottom line is they don't want to pay guys to be great. They don't. They just want to pay guys to appear and show up and fill their cards. Of course, their cards aren't super cards anymore. The fact that Conor McGregor got beat a couple of weeks ago, a fortnight ago, actually broke his ankle. And from that type of ankle break, that was one of the ugliest ankle breaks I've ever seen looking at ankle breaks. I don't look at them a lot, but the bottom line is, you know, you, you sort of like a car accident. You want to look at it a little bit. So you look at, yeah, that was ugly. Anyway, Conor's not coming back from that. If he comes back, it'll be like two years down the road before he can really get on it as far as putting uh, weight and training on it and that kind of good stuff. So you figure two years from now, he'll be a lot more drunker, a lot more fatter. And guess what? This time, he's not going to be able to dry out and come down. Did he dry out and come down for this last fight? Having alcoholics in my entire family, okay, mother, father, uncles, grandfathers, I'm telling you the truth. Um, you sort of be able to sort of look at people and you sort of yeah, they drink, they drink. So you sort of it's like it's like the gay gaydar. You figure somebody's like gay around you, the gaydar goes off. Instead of radar, it's gaydar, right? Well, with drunks, I sort of get that about drunks. And of course, Connor had a severe alcohol problem through a got drunk and threw a hand truck or a forklift through a hand forklift through a uh, through a bus window and got charged in people's eyes and this and that. Of course, he didn't go to jail for that. Anybody else would have went to jail for it, but not. Conor McGregor, because Dana White took care of that and, and decided he was going to do some business with the people in New York City. So, you know, we'll do some business with you if you look the other way on this one and just let him settle it civilly. So he did settle it, settle it civilly. But since that point in time, I think I think about it, since he beat Jose Aldo like four or five years ago, he's like three and five. He's three and five. So it's not like he's winning these fights. For the most part, he's losing these fights. He's a loser. He's a drunk. Look at him. As I said, you dry out four to six weeks, you come down, and you're convincing yourself. You say, yeah, you know, I really want to drink, but I can, I can lay off for a couple of weeks, or I can, only, I can only have a beer here and there or something like that. I don't think he cut out the alcohol 
hundred percent. I just don't think so because he think he's he's an alcoholic. I, I, I almost I would bet my life on the fact that Conor McGregor is an alcoholic. I mean, from all the telltale symptoms, he is a drunk. And of course, getting his own booze brand, that two hundred million dollars he made off that uh, Conor McGregor whiskey, that Irish whiskey last year, more power to him in the money department. But as far as an athlete's concerned, I think it's time to stick a fork in Conor McGregor. He is done. As far as the heavyweights concerned, this interim heavyweight title fight next week, I think it's going to be. Uh, uh, Derek Lewis against a guy that's undefeated 13-0. But, you know, when you look at the, the current heavyweight champion, you say to yourself, Francis Ngannou, why is not he in action? The most exciting fighter on the planet as far as the UFC is concerned. But he wants to get paid. And Dana, Uncle Dana, don't want to pay him. Dana the pimp don't want to pay him. So if Dana doesn't want to pay you, he sort of screws you over. I mean, an interim heavyweight title. Imagine this. Me being, if when I was Golden Glove champion, if somebody said to me, hey, you know what? We're going to hold a little uh, little tie. We're going to hold a little tournament in here in between your Golden Glove runs here and for another, what? Say what? No, no, no. You wait until the next tournament and before you can, like, Take the Golden Glove title away from me, but not in this world. Bottom line is the world's unfair. And, of course, Francis Ngannou, I think he's a monster. I think he's a beast. And I think that he is the true crossover star from the UFC to the world of boxing. If he gets away from Dana White, he stays with Dana White, just another hoe. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. You're inside looking to the world of boxing, MMA. Coming up next, the doctor himself, our own house doctor. Talk about Dr. Netanyahu, of course, the chief physician for the New York State Athletic Commission. Talking about mandatory ages when it comes to combat sports. Next up on Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV. Hey, but what this? Tom Bowes on lead for Tower of Power to the break. Ring Talk Live Worldwide is brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I- I'm losing everything. Everyone. 
You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. I want to thank y'all for tuning in. All the fans around the world, we love y'all. 25, make it 26 minutes past the hour. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV, brought to you in part by the World Boxing Council. You can always check out their interactive website. They've got everything going on there from diets to training tips. I'm talking about WBCBoxing.com. On the line... From the East Coast, of course, is the head doctor of the New York State Athletic Commission, Dr. Nettensetti. How are you today, sir? I'm good, Pedro. How are you? I am excellent, and I'm always looking forward to talking to you. Of course, you shot me an article you recently wrote in the past couple of weeks. Should there be a mandatory age for retirement in boxing? Tell me how you researched that, and what did you come up with? Sure, Pedro. I was, you know, I was thinking that most boxers, you know, who turn pro, they do so in the early twenties. And as you know, they probably have a career which spans about 10 to 15 years, maybe till the mid-30s. But now, as we have seen, more and more professional boxers are boxing into the later years. And I think that's driven predominantly by economic factors. You know, they want to, they want to get the money. They want to make money. They want to have a living for themselves and their families. And also, as you know, there's been a tandem increase in boxers who are in their mid, mid-40s, you know, sometimes late-40s, early-50s, who are coming out of their retirement to compete again in, again in bouts which are marketed as exhibition matches. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking when these aging boxers, when they enter the ring, obviously they are potentially placing their health at risk. And I, the, the, imp- imp- the impetus to write that article was how can we make some safeguards to protect these aging boxers, which will allow some of them to continue to box safely. You know, a lot of them have a lot of experience. They enrich our sport. Fans love them. Uh, they, they all have some really amazing skills. And boxing wisdom, which is, comes out of years of experience. But how can we do it safely? How can we protect them as these aging fighters again enter the ring? Good question. How how do you do that? And should there? But every individual is different. I mean, you know, I how can I put this? 
I could compete. I'm in my 60s now, but I thought I could compete with guys my age or guys a few years younger than me who still to this day. I'm still, I run, that kind of good stuff. I keep myself in shape. But for the most part, guys, when they tend to retire from boxing, sort of let themselves go. So when they come back, they're not really what they were at one point in time. And, you know, I just think that, I just don't know where you can draw the line, Doc. And that's why this article that you wrote about mandatory ages for retirement in boxing, I thought that's where it sort of made a lot of sense. That's why I wanted you to come on because I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just totally perplexed on it. You raised a very good point, Pedro. You know, they, we all, you know, I'm now 47. You know, I've been boxing. If I look at my video when I was, you know, when I was working the bag when I was in my 20s and now when I worked the bag and I'm in my 40s, you know, maybe I'm hitting the bag much more accurately. Maybe my technique is better, but my hand speed is definitely slow. <laughs> so, you know, they, there's, there's, there's obviously an age-related decline in skills such as hand speed, footwork, durability, hand-eye coordination, flexibility. And you, you can make the argument that boxers now more prone to concussion, more prone to traumatic brain injury, more prone to injuries in general, you know, like... Uh, orthopedic injuries, uh, rotator cuff tear, you know, hand injuries. So, but also, like you said, you know, this is not a, this is not, you know, if you try to identify a fighter just based on age, that's, that's neither error-free nor, nor scientific. We all, we can look at Manny Pacquiao, you know, he defies age. So professional boxers, are elite athletes, you know, they have been, years they have been doing demanding physical training so they can mask some of their underlying physical vulnerabilities so you may have a boxer who enters the ring you know you're masking that decline which has occurred and you know he, he or she may be a wonderful fighter entering the ring okay but then you know, things happen of course age is age is crazy you know when you look at the fact that, as I said, Foreman was able to come back in his 40s and capture the World Heavyweight Championship, that was like a one-in-a-million shot. Now you've got guys that have been knocked out. And here's where here's where my, my question to you is, where do you draw the line on knockouts and severity of knockouts? I mean, do we consider each time a person's concussed a knockout? or I mean, how do you sort of add that up? And if a guy's been knocked out a certain amount of times, like – you know, I, I think about some of these football players like Steve Young who was with the 49ers at one point in time. He retired because he had too many concussions. He knew when to say goodbye, but boxers, they don't. And that's another good point that, you know, how do you identify that vulnerable boxer who himself, you know, he himself may lack insight of his decline. You know, everybody thinks eight cannot touch me. I'm the same man I was 20. You know, but the boxer may lack insight of his decline. He may exercise, in retrospective, poor judgment by coming into the ring again, accepting another fight. And how do you how do you make sure that you identify that fighter and provide him with the resources he or she needs? One to protect their brain health, their heart health, and you know if if they can fight, to allow them to fight. I, you know, the, the idea of writing the article is not that they should be a mandatory retirement age. That's not going to go down well with any boxer. They would, they would, they would refuse to accept having a mandatory retirement age. No boxer, no promoter will allow that. And I can understand that. You know, we all, uh, you know, it's it's in the end. You want to, you are you are fighting to make a living for yourself, for your family. Boxers fight not just for making money. They fight for fame, 
for glory, for their own self-esteem. As you probably know, when a lot of them retire, they take it pretty hard. You know, they become depressed, anxiety. Some of them fall prey to alcohol. So what I was trying to basically say was that maybe doing more episodic, more detailed medical evaluation of boxers after a certain age, let's say we cut put the age as 40, then we know that the incidence of decline occurs in physical attributes. That might be more appropriate, and that might include doing a more detailed neurological examination, maybe more MRIs, MRAs, a more good cardiac evaluation. And then based on that, you know, you try to identify fighters who need careful attention. Mm-hmm. And you say probably, you know, listen, I don't think it's a good idea for you to fight. And the ones you feel, they're fine. They can, they can fight, you know. They, 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 their skills are maintained. They are very good at what they're doing. No concerns are raised. And that's the reason why I kind of wrote this commentary to make us think in that way. Okay. But this is a sport where the, where the young eats the old. That's the way it's done. True. Young eats the old, and there's no substitute. You know, age is not just a number in boxing. I gave you my own example. So I think, uh, you know, you, you, the message which goes out is that when boxers are, are aging, they need to exercise good judgment. You know, you, you are more vulnerable to injuries, and you may enter that one fight where, for some reason, you may never come back, especially if you're accepting fights under, uh, against younger more stronger op- opponents. You might be able to match them when you are in your prime, but, you know, when you're in mid-40s, late-50s, uh, I mean, late-40s, early-50s, it's a different ballgame. Okay. I, I stretch in the bathtub each morning. I sort of do bathtub yoga because I've, I've got some back issues and this and that. But a doctor told me when I was boxing one time I was a kid, he goes, I didn't stretch. I just went out there and fought. I was like 13 years old. You didn't stretch at 13. Just went out there and did it. Anyway, because you need to stretch. You need to stretch. Anyway, bottom line was I saw him about 10 or 15 years ago, and he told me that, you know, now that I've aged, that, that elasticity, the ability to stretch is going to be more important than upper body strength as you age. Is that true? I agree. You, are, you know, you are more prone to getting pulling your muscles, uh, having some sort of a, uh, 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 you know, orthopedic injury like a, a tear of your sh- rotator cuff mm. if you're not stretching and as you get older. So, you know, like I said, I, when I look at my videos, I see, I think, I feel, I would like to say, uh, you know, my technique is more better, my punches are more on, uh, 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 on target, but I'm, I'm slow. I'm slow mm. from what I was, and I, I think I hit the back less hard than as, as I used to hit when I was in my 20s. Mm. So, the whole thing is the age is not a num- number when it comes to boxing, and you're right, it's, it's, a, it's a sport of the young. But, you know, we don't want to deny anybody a boxer to earn his or her living, you know, the, uh, uh, provided we can do it safely, and I think that's where I think the commissions, WBC, other organizations need to come up to develop some guidelines and these are self-regulatory guidelines. Nobody wants to impose mandatory retirement age. Just self-regulatory guidelines designed to protect the health of these older fighters. Because I think we are going to see more and more of older fighters entering the ring and the cage. Interesting. Now, real quick before I let you go, that article you did on mandatory retirement or question mark, is that published somewhere? No, I'm in the process of publishing it. I have not, I've not published it yet. I just send it to you because I value your thoughts. But yeah, no, it's not, it's not published yet. Well, when you do, get it to me. I love you, Doc. Thank you so much for your time.
Thank you, Pedro. You have a good weekend. Dr. Netan Sethi, the lead doctor for the New York State Athletic Commission. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV. We're sort of featuring the voice of Tom Bowes today, the lone Caucasian lead singer for Tower of Power. Had a lot of black dudes, but Tommy was bad. the IRS back taxes, don't worry, there's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. The double play! It's baseball season, and you're ready to go all out. So you ordered the essentials to make game day a success, like a jersey, a power recliner, and a bigger screen. And you used your Bank of America customized cash rewards credit card, choosing to earn 3% cash back on online shopping. Rewards that you put toward an essential piece of the celebration. An air horn. Apply for yours at bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding. Copyright 2021, Bank of America Corporation. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council. Let's do it. Anybody who wants to fight, let's go. 
some Tower of Power, make this like 2007, something like that. Anyway, bottom line is, they did this song with a lead singer by the name of Larry Braggs. And I discovered Larry Braggs singing for Executive Suite. Of course, he was uh, my buddy, my Jose, my buddy Jose threw this band together, and Executive Suite had Larry Braggs on lead. So Tower of Power is looking for a lead singer. Jeff Tamalea says to me, "You know, we're looking for a lead singer." I said, "You might want to check out this guy, Larry Braggs." Anyway, like, ah, he may let. We'll, we'll use him for a little bit. That's the way Doc Cooper said, the co-leader of Bound Tower of Power. He said, "We'll use him for a little bit, but he's like a lounge singer. We're going to get rid of him and look for somebody else." He lasted 12 years, and of course, then he became the lead singer of The Temptations. So he's. Done his thing, no doubt about that. Great Larry Braggs. Well, Larry, you never gave me that money for the referral. Bottom line is, I want to talk a little tragedy for a second. Of course, somebody said to me the other day, yeah, remember Greg Page? And I was looking at this, and then somebody shot me something as far as the uh, the text was concerned here. The text chat was concerned on Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel. And it says something to the expect. Well, I'll go like this. Greg Page was taken to the emergency room of St. Luke's Hospital, where a CAT scan revealed a huge mass being formed by the bleeding inside his head. He was then transported to University Hospital in Cincinnati. During his post-fight brain surgery, he suffered a stroke and was left paralyzed on the left side of his body. Page was in a coma for nearly a week. And then in, ni- in 2004, I believe, I think it was 2004, I think we were in um, uh, Bridgeport. I think it was Bridgeport or Newport, Illinois, somewhere like that. It was north of Chicago. We were doing this, ex- this, uh, this benefit. Jerry Cooney and myself, Jerry was good. Jerry's a good guy, man. Jerry's a good guy. Anyway, Jerry Cooney and myself, we're doing this this um, this fundraiser for Gerald McClellan. Of course, the WBC super middleweight champion that got destroyed. His life was destroyed in that fight with Nigel Ben. Of course, that's when he, he knocked Nigel Ben out of the ring in the first round, knocked him into the first or second row, and then they let him come back and continue the fight. I mean, the guy was like, you know, 10 count, like five times. Anyway, bottom line is Nigel Ben comes back. He beats up on Gerald McClellan. Gerald gets tired. Of course, Gerald was straining to make weight. When you strain to make weight the way Gerald does, and Gerald was cutting off everything for the last week and a half, but when you strain to make weight, it takes away the fluid in your brain, and that's what you need for your brain to bounce around for that fluid to be there. Anyway, the fluid wasn't there. He was um, basically blinded from this fight. Of course, the referee let it go, and, oh, God, it was a terrible fight to go on. Anyway, bottom line is it ended the career of Gerald McClellan almost his life. If not for his sister, Lisa, he would probably be a dead man. And I watched Gerald McClellan. He's a moody guy. I mean, you know, he can't see, and and the, it's it's just it's a rough life is rough for him. But yet his sister sees him through all of this, and I mean, he's thrown fits, he's thrown violent rages, and this kind of stuff, and she just hangs with him. So Lisa McClellan, I want to give her props. Anyway, Greg Page was the uh, died at the age of fifty, and when he died in two thousand nine. He died a broken guy, and boxing broke him. The fact that he fought in that Louisville, Kentucky. Of course, he was from Kentucky originally, but he fought in this fight in Louisville, Kentucky. It was his last fight, and what happened was they didn't put a pad on the ring. He fought Dale Crow in 2001, but they didn't put a pad on the ring. In other words, there was no pad on the ring. There was a, it was a metal plate, and that was it. There was a pad in the middle of the ring, you know, where the canvas was, but not on the edge. So when he got knocked out of the ring, he hit his head on the side of the, on the, on the edge of the, uh, the ring platform, and there was, that was all steel. So from that point forward, I mean, he was, you know, toast. There's no doubt about it. The fact he was paralyzed after that stroke, you know, when I got together and did that fundraiser for him in, I can't think of Bridgeport, Bridgeport, Illinois. Anyway, bottom line was, he was in a wheelchair and he was still trying to crack jokes. He always used to crack jokes around me. I trained around him in Johnny Taco's gym in the 80s, and uh, in, in, in Las Vegas, Nevada, and he was always a trickster. He was always doing something. I mean, like, you know, you'd fill up your water bottle, your water water would be full, this and that, and then you'd be sparring a couple of rounds in this, or working out a couple of rounds in the bag, and go back, and, and your water bottle 
was empty. And you say to yourself, I just filled this up. And he's over in the corner watching, <laughs> chuckling this one. That's, he was a, somewhat childish, but he liked to pull pranks, no doubt about that. At the end of the day, uh, he died at the age of 50 years old, of course, from the residual effects of that fall that day, no doubt about that, in 2001, of course, in Louisville, Kentucky. It was in Erlanger, Kentucky, which is just outside of Louisville, Kentucky. Anyway, there was a lawsuit involved. I don't think he got nearly enough money because he sort of died somewhat broke. Anyway, 58 and 17 was his eventual record. 48 KOs. He was stopped six times. You know, a former WBC champion at one point in time, he really had it going on. And, of course, he, he sort of like, guys get... I call it the Don King syndrome. Hey, Don, sorry. But the bottom is I call it the Don King syndrome. You get signed to a contract with Don King, and for some reason, you get fat and lazy. You just do. Tony Tubbs, I can go on and on. Buster Douglas, Mike Tyson, even Mike Tyson got soft a little bit, okay? Everybody seems to get soft a little after they sign these exclusive long-term contracts with Don King, especially heavyweights. Just the way it is. At the end of the day, though, the wire-haired wonder, we could probably use him in the world of boxing right now. Of course, boxing sort of like a, I don't want to say it's a rudderless ship, but, you know, Barry Hearn, the guy that runs DAZN, the matchroom boxing promoter out of the U.K., he's basically the premier boxing, the premier promoter in the world of boxing. Of course, there's still Bob Arum and his top-ranked team. Of course, they got the ESPN deals, and they've got all kinds of good fights going on. They have Vasil Lomachenko, and they had the world lightweight champion, mm, Teofimo Lopez, until they lost a purse bid to, um, you know, these Triller guys who came up with like six million bucks, almost six million bucks. I mean, Bob Arum and those guys were only bidding two and like $2.4 million. So Teofimo, had he fought under Arum's money, he'd have made like a million dollars, a million and a half dollars at the max, okay? Now, if he fights with these other guys, he's making almost four million bucks. So the bottom line is Arum's a little upset about that, the fact that there are people coming in and sort of poaching his talent. But, you know, he still made, like Arum was bragging, it was the easiest $725,000 I ever made in my life. Well, more power to you. You made seven hundred twenty-five grand, but guess what? You're not promoting the world lightweight champion. Somebody else's. Shame on you. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA. Of course, we come to you. Three hours a week live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, and most importantly, Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel. That's right. The live stream comes to you both live and delayed at Sports Byline. Uh, take that back. It's Twitch, Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel. Of course, you've got the live shows. You've got the delayed shows. they got it going on. Darren breaks the show down into two different hours and excludes the news when he puts this up as far as the final uh, drafts are concerned, as far as the Twitch.tv final drafts are concerned. And they'll be up probably about mm, 9 o'clock Pacific time tonight. So if you want to come back at that point in time, both these shows will be edited and up at that point on my Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel. So Greg Page, that was, a little, that, that was a little bit sad, you know. And look at all the guys that he fought down the stretch, the guys that they just fed him to, although he beat Tim Witherspoon back in 1999. But in the year 1999, he took on a guy that was a monster. This guy beat Riddick Bowe. This guy beat Lennox Lewis. I mean, this guy said to myself, man, this guy can really, really, this guy's, a, he's six foot seven. Remember, he was a big guy. I'm talking about Jorge Luis Gonzalez. Couldn't lick a stamp if he wet his tongue. I'm serious. If you use the right strategy, he could be beat. If you let him come to you and just like, uh, you know, use his physical mass to overwhelm you, then you were going to get licked. But the bottom line is, if you had half a boxing brain, you were going to beat this guy. But he was six foot seven. He had absolutely no can I use that B-A-L-L-S word on the air? He had no intestinal fortitude or B-A-L-L-S, one or the other. 
call it what you want. But the bottom line is, I remember when he when he fought guys like he lost to Joe Macy, he lost to Cliff Cowser. Cliff Cowser was Mike Tyson lookalike. Anyway, he lost to Derek Bryant, yeah, but Greg Page beat him. And when I was looking down in his career, the guy that he fought, and sort of I was surprised that that he didn't become heavyweight champion. This is one surprise I had in the last 15 years, a guy that didn't become champion, a guy that was a monster. And that was Michael Grant. Of course, Michael Grant stood six foot seven, and Michael Grant, I thought he could really fight, but he could, but he couldn't take. It was another guy. See, it's a big thing. That's why, for the most part, when you get into street fights, you know, when I was a kid and I was young, I used to get into street fights with guys who were much bigger than me. And even as a cop, I would get into fights with guys. You can't, because when you're a cop, you can't pick who you're going to fight. So, yeah, I'm going to pick this guy. No, 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 no. He's picking you. Those guys pick you. It's not you have a choice. So anyway, when I used to rumble with the bigger guys, and of course, and it happened, especially out there in the Hunters Point area, um, I would just hold on. And then I'd hold on for like 45 seconds and hope that they wouldn't kill me in the first 45 seconds. At that point in time, <gasps> they were gassed and you took advantage of them and it was all over. But the bottom line is, Michael Grant, six foot seven. I said to myself, I watched him train. I said to myself, this guy's a killer. He's a monster. He couldn't handle getting hit on the chin. He just couldn't get... I mean, Mike Tyson says everybody is a, a tough guy till you get hit in the jaw. Yeah, that's the way it was with Michael Grant. So Michael Grant was my biggest disappointment, no doubt about that. Of course, he lost to uh, Lennox Lewis, and then he lost to another big disappointment I had in Jamil McClain. Jamil McClain was a good guy coming to us out of uh, Brooklyn. Was it Brooklyn? No, uh, I think he was fighting out of Harlem. Anyway, he was born in Harlem. But the bottom line is he had a nice-looking wife, and he was a smarter guy than the average boxer. Ended up at 41-13. and 13. But the bottom line is Jamil McClain was another guy. I mean, they put him in a fight with Evander Holyfield, and he didn't show up. He just, I mean, I, I, what was the story in it? I don't, I never understood this. When you're on the spot, when you're fighting for the World Heavyweight Championship, when this is all about the title and you succeeding, why is it you don't get on when you're fighting Klitschko? Why is it you just don't get it on and perform your very best? I don't get it. Why can you leave it in the studio? Or why can you leave it at home? Never understood that. I remember one time they used to tell me, Chris Gomez used to tell me, look, you're losing this fight. He used to always say that. He always, I was winning most of these fights. But he would tell me, he'd look around like this, you're losing this fight. <laughs> and, you know, half the time I believe him, half the time I wouldn't, because I know, I, know I know what's going on in front of me. When he was, you're losing this fight. We need you to go out there and just give it your all, Pete. Just give it your all. If you need to be carried out of here, I will carry you out. But please go out there and give 300% for me in this round. Okay? Bit of a con man there for the corner man, no doubt about that. But he got his point across. And I went out there and I did it in that last round like you wouldn't imagine. It was the incentive was there. I mean, the drive was there. They wanted the, the you know, the desire to win, to be victorious. This was a, this was, this, listen, that transcended above anything else. I mean, people say, yeah, did you like participating in boxing? No, I didn't like participating in boxing. I like winning in boxing. I like winning in boxing. And people say to me, you look at your record, how many bums did you fight, Pedro? A lot. I did. I admit, I fought a lot. I wouldn't call them bums. I would call them guys that had lesser, uh, a lot less skill than I. And of course, we did every once in a while, how can I put this? You roll over a guy that you probably shouldn't be fighting. And why did that happen? Because, you know, you go to a card and like they say, guess what? We need somebody to fill in a fight here. And, you know, and I'm like laying around. I've been training, but I'm not ready to fight per se. And then they con you into fighting. The promoter cons you into fighting. Come on, Pedro. You're the Golden Glove champion. You're ranked nationally. All this kind of stuff. So Otis Grimble conned me into fighting. And I think I fought about eight or ten times like that where I showed up and like, I will always have my trunks in the trunk, though, in the car. Anyway, I always show up for these amateur cards, not knowing whether I was going to, not, not intending to fight, but you end up fighting anyway. And those he'd say, oh, we'll make it an exhibition. 
And then all of a sudden you look across the ring and this ain't no exhibition. This guy's here to fight. This is for real. No doubt about that. May he recipes talk about Otis Grimble. But the bottom line is at the end of the day, boxing is a mental sport more than it is physical. Did I run six, seven days a week sometimes? Did I run twice a day? Did I also do the, the pool for the cardio? Did I run out mountains in the sand? Yeah, I did. But guess what? None of that mattered unless I was mentally together. And how do you get mentally together in boxing? How do you, how do you put the, the whole thing together? How does it come together? If you're physically at your best, this is what Alexis Arguello told me in 1982, because I had lost a controversial decision in the only Golden Glove championship fight I ever lost in my life to Mike Christie down there in San Jose. They took away two points. Marty Salmon took away two points because I was a little bit rough. Anyway, he took away two points, which I thought was a little out of line. Anyway, he took away two points. I lost a 3-2 split decision. In other words, at the end of three rounds, it was, it was even. They didn't know what to do, so they called, you know, they flipped a coin and gave Mike Christie the fight. So anyway, I learned from that, and that made me the most determined man in the entire world. So when I came up on my next Golden Glove championship, in other words, I had to get, so get through somebody in order to get to that second championship fight. When I got that second championship fight, I made sure I didn't lose, and I never lost a championship fight from that point forward. Four and one in Golden Glove Championship fights. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. You're inside looking at the world of boxing, MMA. Often imitated, but as you can see, never duplicated. You think you cold, cold to be home, but the truth be told, you about to fall off the dogs. Uh. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. 800 That's 800-846-2153. 
At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800 403 5912. That's 800 403 5912. That's 5912. His family to uh, Virginia Linares, Nestor, Jasmine, Dominique, Isaac, Noah, Sophia. Anyway, they are blown away by, you know, when a member of the family, somebody that carries you, almost like the matriarch, carries you through hard times, through the pandemic, through illness, through this and that. And then, of course, they pass on. They get ill and they pass on. It's always tough. But the bottom line is, Issa, may you rest in peace. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. You're inside. Look at the world of Boxing, MMA, Michael Hunter versus Mike Wilson next week, August the 3rd. Take that back Tuesday, August the 3rd. Of course, that's going to be on uh, Fighting Trilla Pay-Per-View. Oh, boy, I'm going to want to buy that, right? And Probably not. Anyway, Mike Hunter versus Mike Wilson. Mike Hunter is the son of Mike the Bounty Hunter. Of course, that was the guy I went to China with, and I televised a couple of those fights when I was working for the Z Channel down there in Irvine, California. He is the most unpredictable dude you have ever met in your life. I'm telling you, I'm talking about Mike Hunter, Mike the Bounty Hunter Sr. This is Mike the Bounty Hunter Jr. He's taking on Mike Wilson. This is a heavyweight uh, eliminator, so supposedly. A super random way bout going to go down the 27th. I take it by August the 6th, Friday night. That's going to be on ESPN. Michael Conlon versus TJ Doheny. And of course, the 7th, Keith Galahad. Nice name. Keith Galahad versus Jazza Dickens for the vacant IBF featherweight title. Of course, coming up on the, wow, how about the big fight? You know, that's what we're talking about. Manny Pacquiao. Manny Pacquiao is going to roll with Earl Spence August the 21st. Of course, a lot of people don't give Manny Pacquiao much of a chance. On paper, Manny Pacquiao should have no chance. He should get smoked like a blunt. Like a, I kid you not. This shouldn't even be close. Shouldn't be competitive. Shouldn't even happen. The guy's 42 years old. He's coming up like five or six weight classes. He shouldn't be able to be competitive with Earl Spence. But yet, there are people I know, experts I know, picking Manny Pacquiao. What does that mean? It means a fight you're probably going to want and want to watch. August the 21st on pay-per-view. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA. want to thank my viewers on sport, on Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel, both live and delayed. want to thank you for your questions, your input, and your input. want to thank everybody that texted me during the show today. I got back to you from most of those texts, I think, during the show. Bottom line is, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, often imitated but never duplicated. 24-7, of course, at SportsByline.com, 24-7 at Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USC channel, iHeartRadio, I can go on and on. The bottom line is, until next time, don't forget, Ring Talk comes to you live Saturday and Sundays, 11 a.m. Pacific time, right here on SportsByline.com. Until then, peace, love, and a ton of respect. <laughs>